there was a time where if I went without makeup and ran to the shops and met someone, they'd say, are you ill? And yeah. I'd be like, no, I just don't have makeup. As soon as I had eyebrows, it was like, yeah, I dare you to ask me if I'm ill now. I have my eyebrows. Hello and welcome to The Glow Up, presented by Stellar Magazine. I'm Vicky Notaro and as usual, I'm here to talk to one of my favourite people about one of my favourite things, beauty. Now, this fortnight's guest is somebody that I had the pleasure of meeting recently in the luxurious surroundings of the K-Club in Straffan County, Kildare. I'd actually never been before and I went down to try out a new spa treatment that was on the menu. So this beautiful lady is all about wellness and all about promoting sustainability and just general well-being in your life and her fabulous business ground well-being is all about that and through the medium of touch and massage and breathing and self-care rituals so this is the gorgeous Peggy Crowley welcome my darling oh Vicky thank you so much I'm absolutely delighted to be here so um, I love I love your the glow up it's fabulous so thank you for having me Thank you. I'm amazed you've come on after we corrupted you that night in the K-Club. <laughs> well, I have to say, you, in, in terms of squad goals, you have nailed it with who Aww. you work with, with Patrick and Rebecca. The three Thank of you, you are just glorious company. Um, absolutely <laughs> That's crazy. one word. <laughs> well, do you know what I love? You, you know, and I do talks for different companies about wellness in the workplace and and what you do and what you have in spades is the gift of giving people permission to be themselves because <laughs> both Patrick and Rebecca are so much fun and are given full permission to go full they on are. nuts on a night yeah. out, which I love. So it was it's such a pleasure to meet you guys and well done you for your team. Oh, They're we brilliant. had such a brilliant time. Like we were invited down. It was, it was the first kind of big gathering of, of journalists and yeah. fellow beauty buffs that we've had since COVID. And we were invited down to spend a gorgeous night in the cake club. The weather yeah. was we all had absolutely stunning ground well-being full body massage and I'll get into that later with you in more detail but I loved it because it was so gentle and almost if I may say sensual yes (laughs) meditative (laughs) absolutely but yeah no that day in the k-club meeting as humans again um there was something so giddy about us all it was just celebratory it was it was stunning and there were many espresso martinis consumed and a good time yes. had by all. So thank you for that opportunity. Loved so it. tell me about yourself and how, I know you've, you've had a very varied career that we discussed when we were down there together, but tell me about yourself and your life and give me a quick biography of yourself so far. Well, beauty has always been, when I was growing up, you know, buying my little witch hazel in the pharmacy and looking after my skin, it was always something I loved and was interested in. And then I got a job in a chemist as a 16 year old and I would spend all my money on my little makeup and my Elizabeth Arden and with my smelly smelly little sponge. And I literally... (laughs) I remember that smelly little sponge so well, oh my God. I literally have always loved it to the point that my dad is a lecturer in UCC (laughs) and it was a case of we all had a free college education and what were we all going to study and I kept saying I want to do beauty and the deal was if I did my arts degree I would be funded to go to Bromwell Conroy's in Dublin as long as I could feed and house myself he'd pay for the course so I said that's a deal so I did my um, arts degree I didn't uh, I didn't do well by any shape, but I got my degree and off I went up to Dublin. And no sooner did I start learning about beauty, it was the holistic side of the business, the reflexology, the energy healing, the kind of 
the traditional Chinese medicine and acupressure and how our bodies have the ability to self-heal. And actually, once you bring the body into balance, the liver will purify the blood, the kidneys, will, every, everything will do its job and you'll feel well. And feeling well, even in this day and age, it's so hard to pinpoint when we feel well. We're, we're so quick to know when we're depressed or angry or upset. Yeah. We also have fleeting moments of joy and happiness, which we know what that feels like. But feeling well is, it's a little bit like tuning into a radio station. It's a tricky one. And when you start to recognize it and feel it in your day, your job is to amplify it and understand what, why am I feeling balanced? Why am I feeling good right now? And sometimes for me, it's because I had eggs for my breakfast. It's because my favorite song was on the radio and I'm dancing in the kitchen. Or it's because I'm meeting a lovely friend for a coffee or whatever. And COVID has given me such a good chance to to edit out what wasn't serving me before yeah. because I said no to everything and you, nothing was possible anyway. As things were being reintroduced, I started to stay strong on what actually feels good versus what doesn't feel good. So I kind of tuned into my own radio station of what feels well. And, you know, people, I used to think, I used to think wellness was something I did on a Tuesday evening at six o'clock or seven o'clock if I did a yoga class or if I went on a walk. I was like, that's me ticking the box for 30 minutes this week doing my wellness in inverted commas. Whereas now I'm going to be 45 in November. And at this age, I finally am understanding that feeling well and, and being balanced for moments in the day that I can grow into hours in the day and move my body into kind of a a resting and healing mode will will make me live well for longer for the rest of my life and it's something I have to practice and it's not about being puritanical and drinking your two liters of water all of that helps and eating eggs helps but it's just being grateful for the moments where I have balance and that it is good and holding on to them and building more of them into my week so and how guess, does that kind of feed into your professional life then that realization yeah what's so funny is I've always talked I've always talked the walk. I don't know how I'm phrasing this, but no, when, I, when I design spas, like for beautiful properties, you know, whether it's the Cliff House Hotel or Adair Manor, when, when you're designing a concept and treatments and products, whenever you're working with anything, you're always, it's always over there and you're looking to help the guests surrender and move through a customer journey that helps them relax and, and reconnect with themselves. So it's a bit like me doing something on a Tuesday at six o'clock. It was over there and it just got done in a box. And what COVID did for me is it did two things. It quietened out all the noise in yeah. my life and my busyness. And it made me look at my ego because suddenly I, I had no identity. I had no work. There was no spas open buying my private label product. There was any projects where I was designing a spa had gone and paused and gone on halt and whatever funding was behind them was hemorrhaging. So everything just stopped. And for the first month or two, I worked voluntarily with um, Anita Murray and the Irish Spa Association, just building guidelines for Fall to Ireland so the spas could reopen. But there was this noise in the back of my head saying the spas might never open. Things might never be the same again. And you need to pivot. You need to do something else. And because the noise tuned out and I wasn't seeing people flashing in front of my face, having an opinion on anything, I suddenly got brave and I walked into Brown Thomas and I say, look, I'm making these products. They're aromatherapy. They're 100% natural. 
my heart lives in them. I know they sell off the shelf and people replenish them. So I know they're good. Um, would you give me a chance on counter? And they said, of course we will. And I, and we'll give you, exclu- we, we would need exclusivity for six months. So wow. at this stage, I was homeschooling at home. I would have given them both my daughters and my husband at this point, who I was sick <laughs> to death of. <laughs> so basically, I, 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 we did the deal and the marketing and the encouragement I got from Brown Thomas. And, and you know what, Vicky, what blew me away is when you pull the curtains back on that company, there's so many beautiful beating hearts. I mean, oh, they, they really, place. I know it really surprised me because for me, I love the experience of shopping in Brown Thomas. I love with coming away with my bags and getting yeah. the brands I want the best of the best but um to go behind the scenes and they're so normal they're so yeah. human and even to be on counter there was a moment last year where we the stores reopened the end of November and there I was standing next to my brand and it was surreal and people had read it in the papers and the magazines and they were coming up and supporting me and because I used Irish names like Cullen Olive and my name is Pegine, which means small peg and I'm six foot like you don't get bigger than me but they'd come up and they'd start speaking Irish to me and I'm like oh shit no I don't speak Irish um I, I did pass Irish for the leaving you know it was a tough one but but being on the counter was amazing because to the right of me was Labougie and Kinsale to the left was Voya and Sligo there was Rathborns in Dublin 80% of it was Clune Keen behind me I just looked around and I said you know what fair play to Brown Thomas for really bringing Irish talent forward and giving someone like me a chance on the counter. And I mean, I did disgrace myself a couple of times. There was this gorgeous man, Sean, who looked after the lifestyle on level two. And I was so, I was so thrilled to be meeting the customers and having a chat and I barely knew him. And on day two, he said to me, I don't know quite how to say this to you. And I was, I was like, what? And I'd bought myself the day before because I was back in the shops. I was so excited. I'd bought this Spanx black polo neck. It was like a body top. And he said, I don't know how to say this to you, but, but your tail is hanging out. And, I, and I'd forgotten <laughs> to tie my body. So I'd been walking around like the queen of Brown Thomas at my little brand and my tail hanging out at the back. So no, I, there was a moment. Trend. You, you never know. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I wish I had shame, but I have no shame. So I just kept going. And I, I learned so much being on that counter, meeting the end customer, because all I've ever done is look at everything through a spa, through the lens of spa lens. and yeah. spa treatment. Whereas on counter, I could see people going up to brands like Neon, stocking up on their diffuser oils, their pillow sprays. And when I read the little ingredients on all these, I was like, but this is all essential oils. This is what I do. So I would come home in the evening. I'd have the fire on. I'd have a huge hot port and I'd start making new blends and new products for Brown Thomas. So it was just a wonderful time. I'll never forget it. It was such a great experience. It's amazing. And you know what? You're absolutely spot on about all of the Irish stuff in BTs. It's the same with fashion. And I think it's because Irish people love Irish people. Like we find that in the magazine, in all of our magazines. Like VIP magazine is all about Irish celebrities, not about international ones. And Stellar, you know, our cover girls are Irish. We feature as many Irish people. We're just a really nosy, lovely race to one another. But you're beautiful because you arrived in the most stunning pink jumper which I said to you that is a stunning cool jumper and you said this is Fiji this is Fiona's brand in and you spoke with such passion about it which is genuinely it was it was Vicky it wasn't Vicky from Stellar telling me this it was you and your heart coming forward so it's 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 genuine and I do think this year I think we've all championed our purchasing to be Irish as much as possible so yeah fair play to you. Absolutely. And we have loads of, I think in the next couple of weeks, you're going to see loads of lovely uh, times that we're going to be awarding lovely Irish women, lovely 
Irish thing. So keep an eye out on our good, social good. media for more. Woo. Well done. And Thanks you're doing there. an event in November. I see I'm excited that people we are. We have a couple, we can do yeah. it. It's so exciting. So fair play. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, we've. I think perhaps by the time this one comes out, the other one will be announced. One of them's still a secret. But yes, it's all based on awarding Irish women and, and highlighting their achievements. So, I mean, tell me about your kind of past life in spas, because uh, we'll talk about ground and all of that gorgeous stuff but I want to know how you, how you got here like so how do you how does a person get into designing spas for five-star resorts like how how has that career so progressed it, it would have it would have started out working on the cruise ships so and and you made me think back on that times now sorry Vicky I keep going off on tangents but oh, off on tangents. Your, That's what we your do here. photos your photos of Italy last week reminded me of my time so so basically as a student I qualified in in treatments like massage and facials. I worked on the cruise ships for three years out of the States and Australia. And I was there for the Olympics. This is about 25 years ago and no, 22 years ago and really traveled the world, had an absolute ball. And um, I used to go out with an Italian guy and we used to call him the Italian stallion. And he took me all over Italy. So your beautiful pictures around Italy are just stunning. Oh. But it's just the best place, except I, I didn't have the best time in Naples. Now it was a, there was, there was a bit of a, um, a bit rough and ready. Yeah, is it? it was a bit of a smell of wee everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Hot. It was you had your pizza. You had I your had my pizza and we were only yeah. there for the one night, but like my family is from just outside Naples. Yes. And it's where you get your beautiful coloring. Yeah, no. And I used to go over to him on holidays and, and he, obviously had perfect English. None of his family could speak English. So he had to translate everything for me and I'd be trying to crack a joke or have a laugh. And by the time he'd translate it, no one would laugh. And it was like, what's the point? <laughs> so I just started talking English to him and I'd be having my wine at lunchtime, getting a bit tipsy. And his sister would be there with all her babies and kids and I'd be wearing a low top. So I'd be kind of being saucy to him saying, I think the kids are hungry. I think my top's too low. And you'd be having a kind of laugh, but it all went wrong. We went down to Sicily to meet his grandmother who was 102 and she had a really bad wonky eye. <laughs> and sure I had I had a few glasses of wine I had a few glasses of wine and we were having a laugh or whatever and the next thing as we were leaving sure I was like now if you keep watching pornography you'll lose the other eye as I was leaving and everyone just went quiet and he just said yeah no it's the same word in oh Italian pornography so I just kind of shuffled out and that was kind of the end of it then we kind of broke up <laughs> <laughs> so so that takes me back to my cruise ship days. They were you kind of to, wild. You have but, to please the, the Sicilian nanas. Jesus, you have oh my go- the matriarch. Talk about, talk about just ruining it. Like Roger just Gassi. trying to have my own laughs. But anyway, so that was the cruise ships. And that gave me a very strong understanding of both um, the business side of spa. Because at a young age, at 2021, you're managing a spa on board a superliner. You could be turning over the bones of two or three million dollars a year and managing a team of women coming on board who have left their friends and family to do an eight-month contract so it was a full-on steep learning curve but I worked with the Elemis brand on board and as soon as I landed back in Ireland after three years of doing that um, I landed the Elemis brand into Ireland working with the likes of Inchidani and the Killarney Park and the first few spas in Ireland and I would have consulted with them on the business behind the operation of a spa as well as supplying products so that was 10 years of my life and I grew that business from kind of naught to 10 million and then it was a case of moving over to Estee Lauder which was a big corporation as you know that have different brands and they worked with the Aveda brand the Darf and, and the Bumble and Bumble so I would have looked after their professional brands and again at this stage you move into merchandising and design and customer journey and the Aveda spas and so on so 
at that stage I'd had my second daughter and I was finding myself waking up in hotels in Belfast or London or Dublin and I'd have a pain in my belly because I'd know what Shane's trying to manage at home with the kids and stuff like that but then I'd just have a big fry up and I'd be grand again but um it, <laughs> it was it, it was um it was all it just became unmanageable so I took a redundancy at that point and just consulted and did kind of bits and pieces and then the Adair Manor contract came up, which was integral to, to, to where I am today because it was I just learned so much on that project and worked with the best in everything from, you know, everything from sauna and pool design to just interior design finishing. And I love you know, that. It, yeah, yeah it amazing. Was, it was amazing. And then from there, with any spa you work with, you try and pull a concept that's representational of the landscape of Adair. So you're doing an oil you know, we did a colour of oil, which was of the cedarwood tree that's there. I saw you on the teddy, actually. I was on the um, teddy, I was going to say. You were? I saw <laughs> um, But basically, there's a cedar tree there that's 400 years old. So you bring cedarwood in, which is a beautiful essential oil for, for, you know, whether you want it to take down your energy or uplift your energy. Cedarwood is just beautiful for the soul. So um, there's also rose. They have bees on the property. So you just weave all that into a story with a treatment. And what? yeah, and then from there, I was producing products here and there doing little private label and working on a project in Goa doing a whole wellness and and this is where my huge learning curve into medical aesthetics and cool sculpting and old therapy and where the spa has been left behind and wellness now lives in a realm which is not only about balance in the body it's the mind it's the cognitive you know it's everything from financial wellness to intellectual wellness to appreciating art and poetry and just that wellness is different for everyone and whether it's you need Botox and, and I live in both canoes while, while I love to produce products that are 100% natural and I work really hard to stabilize them and preserve them without chemicals I, I'm the same person who will put Botox into my forehead and not have a bother with that like I can be in both canoes and I understand you know, that I can eat eggs in the morning, but if I need a bag of red hula hoops, that's okay as well. You know what I mean? So I really appreciate that about you because I'm not that holistic in terms of wellness myself. I do like the, I love a chemical. I'm not going to lie to you, but I also yeah. love your beautiful products and lovely aromatherapy oils. And I, th I think a lot of people think you do have to be in one camp or the other and you just don't. No. It's whatever you like and whatever you want. No, and they're almost, they both live on a spectrum. Like when I talk to you about any products I'm using, I, I use all all yeah. products and and some will beautify me which is my external representation to others and I feel good when I feel more beautiful or when I get a blow dry I feel good um but there's me with me and when it's just me with my own energy and how I feel and connecting to my own inside you know my rambling thoughts and you know I reached 40 and I there was this wonderful moment where I didn't give a shit anymore I didn't care I wasn't beholden beholden to anyone and and now that I'm nearly 45, I'm perimenopausal and suddenly the hormones, the estrogen is, I can feel it leaving me and I can feel my multitasking ability dropping. And, you know, before I used to look at my to-do list and, and like the matrix, uh, what was urgent and important would just float out in front of me and I'd just get on with my list. It was never too much. But um, recently I'm just, there's a brain fog. I'm not as effective. I don't, I don't move at the speed of light anymore and I can't process at the, the speed I used to. So while I'm over 40 and I don't care, I'm also more anxious. I'm overthinking things that I used to. So I think 
the products that make me feel good for the outside world are one thing, but feeling well in myself, just for myself, is a gift I'm now focusing on. So you need both, Vicky, I think, and, and they work in tandem at different times of the day or different events or, you know, having me time for me to feel well is really important. Love that. So you had your exclusive um, Brent Thomas on shelf and the brand has now expanded. Am I right? It's, it's in Yes. So stuff. then... As my website was launching in May, the hotels were reopening and that's when I got to fall really in love with the brand and explore it from a treatment perspective because a lot of spas and, and totally my hand is up here on Guilty as Sin here about, you know, spas were in Ireland a luxury, pampering, indulgent experience that you would tag on to a weekend away. And, you know, in Ireland, we don't get the weather. So generally speaking, if you're going to go to the Cade Club or Mount Juliet, you'll book in that hour of a treatment that you can look forward to. So you have something you know you're going to love, even if the rain, even if it's pouring rain, you don't mind. So in Ireland, it's always been the kind of anti-aging, you know, pampering, luxurious. Um, And for me, the product is so much deeper than that. It's so much more therapeutic and it's so much more about managing more critical issues like burnout when you're burnt out, recognizing it, recognizing how your gut health is connected to that deeply because when you're burnt, and I have been burnt out before, and when I look at periods in my life, I'm like, my God, I wasn't unwell. I was just burnt out, which meant your gut is the first thing to stop absorbing food. And people say, you know, you are what you eat, but you're not. You are what you absorb. So you could be eating the best food in the world, but if you're burnt out and you're fatigued and your microbiome, the exchange where the nutrients get absorbed, if all of that is exhausted and not communicating, you're not being nourished and every little cell in your body needs nourishment. And you just, it, it spirals into other things. So for me... Um, just that treatment for people to understand and that people don't get their bellies massaged in Ireland. You get your arms, your legs and your back done and no one touches the abdomen. And for me, everything is going on in this space in our bodies, whether you've had children or not had children or a cesarean or you're someone whose who's stress lives in your belly and, and you're someone who needs to run to the jacks because you've suddenly got nervous of something, yeah. you know, that. If that stress is connected, some people get it in their necks, in their heads. Other people, it's in their abdomen. It's in their gut. And it's it's a good thing to have that strong connect with your gut because it will serve you in chew. So I always say anyone with IBS or gut issues, I'm like, oh, my God, you have a sensitive gut. You need to listen to it because it, it doesn't just whisper at you. It screams and shouts. Yeah, but, it, yeah. but, it, <laughs> but it will all... But it will also message you when you're in the wrong situation or talking to the wrong person. It will it will give you every message. So it, it has a plus side, but it needs to be managed. And we do a cleansing ritual, which is to detox the gut, but most importantly, to encourage circulation and get the nerve endings in the gut um, reactivated and simulated so that you've got lovely communication in this space and to tell it that it is safe and that everything is okay, and just to mind the space in our body because it's where all our organs live, and our organ health is is sits in tandem with our longevity and our well-being for the rest of our lives. So, it's with, when I was designing the treatments, it was so important we address that. For me, I wanted to address menopause through acupressure and different moves, and then there's the element where certain brands and certain companies and certain spas they're returning away guests with cancer or people with compromised health because their insurance, they weren't indemnified to treat them. And it was all, it was all a little bit of a a model. And for me, it's about 
in the last five years with the Irish Spa Association with insurance companies, it's being resolved, but brands are addressing it in a kind of, you know, one size fits all. This is the treatment you can have if you have cancer. And it's a kind of a, a ticklish massage that can't do any harm, let's say. Right. And for me, it's so much more important that we train our therapists to understand a guest who's either being treated for cancer right now, whether they're getting radiation, whether they're in chemo, whether they have neuropathy in their fingers, you know, whether they've lost their hair or their hair is starting to grow back. You know, there's many types of cancers, but they kind of live in four houses and some of them affect the lymph and people get lymphedema with swelling. And it's really about sitting down and teaching the therapist what not to do in certain situations and what feels really good for someone who's suffered hair loss or someone who's suffered lymphedema. And with those two little books of knowledge, all of the treatments in ground can be administered and and basically made bespoke to someone. And that for me is as inclusive as you can get. And it takes extra time training, but it's it's so worthy of the get the guest who comes in who has had their body ravaged with chemicals and chemo and has lost a breast or is suffering with scar tissue that isn't healing up or has lost lymph under the arm and has swelling. For them, it's just a gift that someone, they're not doctors, the therapists aren't doctors, but they at least get where the pain points might be and how they can help. So that's been that's been integral to it, as well as really, as you say, the treatment felt sensual. For me, yeah. it's more about, it's sensual, I love that, it's for me it's 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 reaching a meditative state when people come in for a massage they generally kind of say just beat me up it needs to hurt me if it's to work I want to feel it I want to feel the pain and that is that's a physical type of massage and that's just going to work on those certain muscles kind of superficially with ground it's more about literally grounding you and taking you back and reconnecting with your body soul and mind and coming back and being grateful for that. And we do it through breath work and just, you know, certain touches. You'll, you'll have felt in the treatment that you're being... They're unusual, you, yeah. You're being pushed. Touch. You're being connected back into your body, which is why um, you then... You know the way when you can have a massage and, and they do three moves on your neck and you're like, oh my God, that's just heaven. Oh no, they've just done three on one side. They're doing three on the over. Yeah. Now it's over. They're and you actually know what's yeah. <laughs> happening next. Or, oh, they've done one arm. They're going to do the other arm. With a ground treatment, it's all about you don't know what they're going to do next. The moves last for six or nine repetitions. So you stop counting and you actually surrender into the treatment a lot faster. So instead of getting a treatment where you suddenly, re- you know, the way you feel you can relax into a treatment after 20 minutes. With ground, you're relaxing into it after five or six minutes. You're getting this full restorative, really just a minding treatment is the only I way I can say, describe it. I loved it so much. And I got my choice of essential oils and I chose the one with geranium because I wanted to be chilled, but not too relaxed. I didn't want yes. to sleep. But normally if I get a massage at a spa and I'm very lucky, I get to do it quite a lot as part of my job. But often I do feel like, you know, I've, I've gone through something that's kind of half hurt me, but in a good way. Yeah. And then I'll be kind of sore to the touch after and I'll be wrecked and I'll be thirsty and I'll be feeling a bit like, yeah. oh, you know, I don't want to go out and have a few drinks. Whereas, you know, that night I was crying <laughs> and I felt so good because I was actually really worried about going because I had had my COVID vaccine the day before. Yes, you, know, you said way, that, yeah. Yeah, people were saying it'll knock the shite out of you, you'll be in bits. And mm. I was going, oh, fuck, here we go. But I'm going yeah. to pass. I like this worst places I can be. So I just said to my lovely therapist, can you not touch my left arm? And she yeah. was brilliant. She didn't. And I, when I say that I felt amazing after my second vaccine, and I'm fully crediting, oh. like Patrick, producer Patrick, 
go tell you. I came back to the room afterwards on cloud nine. I felt oh, Pat, what a lovely man to come back to your room I to know, by the way. Your work great. husband. He's an absolute gent. He's <laughs> so handsome. Be, yeah. yeah, yeah. And is your husband, by the way. So um no, I, I, I loved the treat and the treatment side is like a comfortable pair of clogs. It's the retail environment was terrifying. Vicky, if I was to tell you that I would sell products to spas and a Germana would say we need 12 colossal oils and I'd say to Nicole oh no problem Nicole I'll order in some lavender and I'll pop up to you in about two weeks and we'll have a cup of tea and then I went into retail and there'd be sleep body oil would be featured in the independent and I it's almost like we've sold 150 of these we need them tomorrow and I was like oh oh my god right. my lavender my lavender is caught in customs because in January so I put my head in the sand with Brexit and all my suppliers were in the UK and suddenly I was in an awful pickle in, in January. But it was just learning how fast retail is, how decisive yeah. people are when they're buying, why they're buying. Now. And, yeah. yeah. So it was a great learning curve. But to be back in spa is heaven. I'm loving it to be developing my own website with nine gift sets launching next week, which are, in, which are kind of tongue in cheek. Like we have the change for menopause, which has got the CBD band. We have different, the scholar, the bearded man. So so they'll all launch. And the website, even learning I've had to learn the back of house on now. Listen, I wouldn't be passing any exams in this, but certainly just learning how people buy online yeah, after COVID. It's fa- even how I buy myself and where I wouldn't have bought clothes before. I'm buying them and, and getting smarter at it. So we've all kind of adapted in the last two years and we've become more resilient and we have to hold on to that. And we have to be strong in our decision making on who comes back in and who doesn't, because you really get a sense now of those who shout loudest get the most and you don't have to answer everyone the phone. You've got to get them. You've got to manage that phone. Do you know what? I was actually kind of thanking the Lord for um, those uh, calls, the the scam calls that we've been getting, because it just means I do not answer my phone unless I know it's yeah. me now. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and you don't even need a reason. I used no. to have to have a reason for being busy or whatever. Yeah. And now I just don't answer things. And after a few weeks, they tap you again or say something. And I'm like, do you know what? Sorry, no, I didn't get back to you. And, and and you do that a few times and suddenly you've got nice distance and it just, it's tuning out the noise, Vicky. We don't listen to ourselves anymore. We're listening to everyone else and we have to come back to ourselves. There's days when I want to fling my phone out the window. and Well, most days, really. Then there's other days when I'm I'm really grateful for the connectivity, yeah. especially during COVID when it was, you know, quite isolating. But I mean, yeah, it's a new world and it's what we live in now, which I love. I, I now can manage my phone better. I, I used to work corporate, as you know, with Elemis and Estee Lauder and different companies. And I've always had a boss until the last couple of years. And and now I always think, you know, there's no one I'm afraid of anymore. I can be me. I can just, I am what I am. My business is what it is. And I don't apologize for it. And I can kind of not be afraid of any phone calls coming through. So that's, that's, that that's comes true, with age yeah. as well. So it's, it's a good thing. I keep waiting for that to happen to me. Hopefully soon. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm your boss caring. ever, I would say your boss never gets a word. And Vicky, to be honest, <laughs> I, I'm say. my boss. So no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's talk beauty. So I want to know all about your favorite products. So tell me, what is your kind of one must-have product that you cannot live without if you can whittle it down to one? So my skin is generally good and I absolutely love makeup and I love NARS and I love their foundations. So I, I kind of love the beauty side of the house. Where I struggle the most, Vicky, is my hair. Um, right. I tried to go back to my natural colour during COVID because my roots were so bad and suddenly the condition of my own virgin hair it was just so lovely I was like oh my god actually it's dark it was really dark and I was like but it's in good condition so I'm gonna work with this and go back to my natural color and every time I'd put makeup on or get dressed to go out I'd look in the mirror and I'd be like 
but you're not done up. You just you don't just don't look like you. So I knew I was going to have to go back to blonde, but it just my hair is so fine. It can't be blonde without a lot of product. So my I suppose my desert island product is Kerastase, the mask intense. They brought out so many masks since this. I've been using this for about 20 years and they brought out Chroma Riche. They brought out these beautiful masks, but I keep going back to this one because it just speaks to my hair and it just minds my hair. So I always invest in kind of good hair products, the Purology shampoo conditioner and the Kerastase mask. And that's that's kind of where I have to put huge effort in because it's a weak, it's it's my Achilles heel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I think yeah, getting I'm... a blow dry is my favorite Um oh. It's my greatest treat. I come out, it's like as if I have superpowers after getting a blow dry. <laughs> and have you, you ever, ever tried hair extensions? Never, because I'd, ne- I'd never, I've seen them on people. I see the little knots where they're attached and I'm like, I'd be tearing them out of my head. I'd just be, I'd, they would annoy me. I wouldn't be able. I don't know if you know, I've had them for six years and people truly don't know that I have them. I, have I didn't know you had them. Yes, go uh-huh. on head of them and I have really baby fine hair and obviously in COVID I had to take my own extensions out which was horrific normally I go to oh. a beautiful lady and she does them every five to six months and it's all very gentle but when you're doing them yourself in COVID obviously it was I felt like I was losing my hair I was looking at them on the floor yeah. going, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's my hair is my yeah the thing that I have to worry about as well but honestly extensions changed my life and they're pretty much maintenance free like I literally especially since COVID I barely even feckin wash them anymore and you have straight <laughs> hair but you when it's, your hair you have straight glossy hair you have no, your own colour I no, I don't even know what colour my, my own hair is everyone thinks that I look really Italian it's all a lie I'm very dark blonde probably naturally maybe very light brown and yeah, yeah. my hair is kind of wavy and it's just I have shit hair I am it's oh no hair. you're like it's like your crowning glory no but what I remember when I met you and list, literally luckily you sat across from me now at this uh, beautiful afternoon tea in the cake yeah. club no it was your eyebrows and you were like oh my god Kim and I was like oh my god Kim don't we just love we- Kim like I need to get Kim on the podcast but she's so shy so this is Kim O'Sullivan she is uh, from the Dublin Makeup Academy and if you've had fee brows or microblading done chances are Kim has trained your therapist yes. she is the you know eyebrow artiste to the star she's I always say to her she's our version of Anastasia Beverly Hills yes yes but she, she gets is. so shy about it. but she's also like an angel she's yeah. the sweet lady and she talks like this so and when beautiful. she's doing your brows she's like are you okay pet are you okay yeah. is that sore pet yeah. I just love her I love going to see her she's a queen but yes brows so but for me it's all about faking it for me so like it's I, not no, it's it not. It's bringing, it's bringing forward the best. No, when I had my brows done, my fee brows, there was suddenly a moment where I didn't have to wear makeup. I didn't have to pencil in my brows. There was a time where if I went without makeup and ran to the shops and met someone, they'd say, are you ill? And yeah. I'd be like, no, I just don't have makeup. As soon as I had eyebrows, it was like, yeah, I dare you to ask me if I'm ill now. I have my eyebrows. So you I, I do... I I couldn't get into Kim there before I went away. We, I just didn't have a second time because everything's speeding back up again. And she's obviously booked out to high heaven because she's amazing. Yeah. And I did feel the difference when I was away. I was like, oh, my eyebrows look grey compared yeah. to how she normally has them with her yeah, lush arches. Like she gave me brows that I do not have. She she yeah. made hair grow where it didn't. And she's always laughing when she's doing my brows. She's like, you're so fluffy. I have yeah. really fluffy brows. Apparently. I love it though. But they're such, you have dark eyes. So you need the contrast. You need the you drama need with your eyes. You have to have it. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Okay, so tell me, what is your favorite skincare product then? If you, if you adore skincare, do you know what? I've made an investment recently in a very luxe uh, serum. Uh, it's by Skin Door. I bought it in yeah. Edvard and Pink up in Dublin, 
um, in Dundrum and someone else had told me about it. A friend of mine in Spain was raving about it. So I said, I'm going to I'm going to try this. And I haven't looked back like the, I think it was 200 euro odd. And but I, I do think every now and then you need to shock your skin with something absolutely stunning to get it back to life. <laughs> um, it's not something I would go back to back on, but it's something I'd say once a year before a wedding or before something important, I'm going to do this to my skin. And my skin just loved it. And it looks different. It's just glowing naturally. It just feels different when I touch. I'm like, so so it is worth investing every now and then. I, I would never go back to back on a luxe product. I always think it's good to kind of give your skin a shock with different, you know, so. I've used the CeraVe as well, which I absolutely love. So kind of going from high to low in that in that respect, my skin loves that kind of thing. Um, we, I, I rely heavily on fake tan that's good for the face so I adore the tan looks um they do a super glow serum which I adore and then I mean do you know what uh Patrick had mentioned is there any products that are that you're nostalgic about I laugh because I have a near 13 year old in the house now who at 6 p.m in the evening will put on her slippers and her and her little hair mask and put her pseudocreme around her little spots on her face or and she walks around and it takes me back because pseudocreme is but then I'd be kind of looking at her as well because she'd kind of have it next to her bed and her friends be visiting and I'd be like you can't have pseudocreme next to your bed it's like (laughs) as if you have an itchy bum or something so it's not a sexy product but pseudocreme is I love it it's just the best in the world it's so dependable isn't it I love it for ingrown hairs, for any kind of, uh, yeah, absolutely anything, any zits or like, sometimes I get an ingrown hair near my eyebrows and it kind of turns into a boil almost, lash the pseudo cream on. And it's so funny because in Ireland, people don't look too funny if you're walking around with a big white glob or something on your face. Anywhere else in the world, they wouldn't know what it is. I'd even, do you know when you have allergies or, or you have a cold and your nose gets all sore, like you'd use it just for anything. Yeah, so, no, it is the best. And it's a good old Irish product as well. I think exactly. they've expanded now, but it started here. So fair play to them. Okay, so t- tell me about Glamour then. What's your kind of go-to cosmetic? Oh, well, I love NARS. I, say, I have to say I've fallen in love with it. I, I can't remember which influencer said it, but I bought the Strombo. On the strength of it, I bought the Stromboli. Yep, O'Connor. She loves okay. Stromboli. <laughs> yes, there you go. So she And the orgasm blush. blush yeah. Unreal, absolutely unreal. And... It's one of those things, you know, if it cracks off your bathroom tiles, you're like, oh, my God, you have to go straight back in and replace it because it's just so good. So I would be I love Bobby Brown. I love NARS. Who else? I Mac. I, I still go. Do you know, I love the Clinique um, lip, the grapefruit in their lip balms. They do a beautiful lip balm that stays on all day and you use the kind of twirl. Oh, the you know pencil-y that? one that you twirl up, is it? No, the twirl is the pencil from Mac, which oh, gives you the yeah. bit of color, but it's a natural lip color and then the the grapefruit uh lip gloss it's not glossy it's not too glossy though um that goes on the lips and it's not it's not a sticky lip thing it's just a really beautiful comfortable one that I'd wear all day but I've decided listen I'm, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud but I've decided after getting the fee bros and loving them I've decided my lips have lost color and it's just an age thing obviously but it makes you feel kind of naked and ill in the face with it when you've yeah. no makeup on so I'm going to get them tattooed, um, like semi-permanent um, makeup um, Christmas. And she would no appointments left. Now, you have to laugh. The last appointment she had for me was the 21st of December. And I was like, what's the downtime? 
here at this stage because I'll be drinking heavily at this point. Just joking. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> uh, but I said, um, you know, uh, are you swollen for an hour a day? And she's like, no, it just depends. Do you swell easily? And I was like, I kind of do. So I think that's, I'm going to have to just mark that day out in the diary, Vicky, and see how it goes. I mean, I'd love to get that done because I'm somebody who yeah has I really pale lips and sometimes they're so Irish, they can go kind of bluey. Yeah. <laughs> like my, my, my husband look at me sometimes and go, what's wrong with your face? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, it's just my blue lip. Like, yeah. it's fine. But then you don't want to have, that. you don't want to have a kind of fake colour um, no, that it looks like you're and imagine world. if you get sick of that shade and you're kind of looking at yourself every day so I'm very nervous about it but I'll keep you posted oh I'd love to hear more about that because if you're if you get sick of it you always put lipstick on on top of it you know you don't have to it mm. will be your kind of go you'll still wake up with them like that but no I'm, yeah. I'd actually rather get that done than get any filler or anything I just rather do oh I, I I the lips are a funny like you know if someone's interfered with their eyes or their lips like I the, agree. the area like That's two it. areas yeah. I would stay away from because when they're interfered with, they just look fake. Whereas yeah. the eyebrows, everything like that is just enhancing your overall. Um, now I'd love to get rid of my double chin. Like I like there's different procedures. Like when, like, I love it. All therapy is really good for for tightening up all the skin in that area, and it's 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 brilliant. Uh, the cool sculpting or yeah. something for the fat. But then I was looking at Linda. I'd never be brave enough. That. Oh my I saw God. Linda Van. Yeah, horrific. So I'd just be too nervous. But then here am I tattooing my lips. So who knows? And I, I might mean, chicken out. Who knows? Like Joe keeps saying to me, my husband's like, what's next? And I'm like, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> who, knows? <laughs> who knows? But I'll try anything. Yeah, yeah, I'll try anything once. So we'll see I how it goes. Yeah. Well, look, thank you so much for chatting to us. I'd actually like to ask you a couple of quick fire questions now just to, yes. to wind things up. So what is your go-to um, mascara? Do you know what? I used... I recently, during COVID, we were all experimenting. Well, I hope I wasn't the only one. Um, <laughs> I bought the eye, uh, eye wow or eyebrow. It's a a serum. Eye glow. Eye, eye glow. Thank yeah. you. Eye glow. So it's a serum for the eyelashes for growing, and it really worked. And then yeah. they, were, they had an offer with the mascara, so I bought it. So I'm using that at the moment, and it's lovely. But I would say I'll be changed. I won't be going back to it. I'm going to be. I think I'll be trawling Instagram to see what people are recommending. I'm actually open to a recommendation on mascara if anyone has one or if you have one, Vicky. Like, I love... It depends what you want from a mascara. I mean, I don't think you can go wrong with the benefit ones. They're all brilliant. Um, Some of them are harder to get off than others, I find. Like, I'm actually looking for a new wow one now at the moment. I mean, if I went into Boots, I'd probably see 10 that I like. Yeah. But I'm not very loyal because I get to try a lot of them, which is brilliant. But nothing has blown my socks off in a while. And you've made a good point because some of them don't come off easily and I get very sad when I lose an eyelash because I've so exactly. few of them yeah and I I, I just can't at the moment cope yeah. with taking my makeup off again because I yeah. I'm someone who loves wearing makeup I love it I yeah. wear it every day if I can but obviously in COVID I wasn't bothering my whole and yeah. now the whole ritual <laughs> I haven't taken off again I'm like for fuck's sake I got used yeah. to it <laughs> you know yeah. Like yeah. It. yeah no it is the holy grail yeah no it I'd is. be interested I'll take any recommendations yeah okay. we'll we'll uh, we'll put a shout out on our our um, <laughs> Instagram posts for good mascara recs and tell me if you're going for a really glam night out what's your go-to lipstick um I, I have a red one and it's by Christian Dior 
and I'll have to get the name for you because it's so luxurious. It's such a treat. I remember my my daughter when she was three, she put it all over the wall, and I remember just looking and going, "That was a, that's a really like what a waste." Um, <laughs> it's a. I'll have to text it on to you. It's it's a red, beautiful Christian Dior red one. Uh, yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. And do you have a hair appliance that you swear by, like a styling? No, oh, I'm no. not allowed. No, we've brought one. We brought one into the house in COVID for my Zoom calls and my presentations. And my daughter, I had trained. She was eleven or twelve at the time I was like you need to get the hang of this girl because you're my only hope um for going on these calls so she would she would so I bought an expensive one it was a steam pod I think it was 250 odd quid which she now uses and I can smell it I'm like I know you're using that steam pod I can smell the burning (laughs) hair down the corridor but I can't touch my my hair is so fragile it's so sensitive I can't use an appliance at all but there is nothing more glorious than a, than a curly blow dry. I love it. And sometimes I look like Stifler's mom, but I just don't care. I'm like, give it to me. It's so luxurious to put my but hands you know through what? it. What might suit you, it's spendy as fuck, but if for your type of hair, it is what you need to give yourself a curly blow dry is the Dyson Airwrap. I, honestly, it's... Now, it's does it take a month to learn how to do it, though? Do you need yeah, a false no, course? Like, honestly, it's... And it's because it's not... It's hot air. So you're not, like, putting your hair against anything, you yeah. know, any heated plates or any ceramics or anything that can singe it essentially it's just hot air so and the Dyson hair Dyson air wrap now it is spending yeah. 500 quid but you get lots of different yeah, but... um, attachments with it so you can do a tight curly blow dry a loose curly blow dry just give yourself some volume it, honestly it's do you know fantastic. what now these things are an investment and especially if you have a 13 year old in the house who who's happy to do a blow dry for two euro kind of thing we can do Amazing. deals and you know what you can ask santa for it as well so pass, totally pass that on. You'll have to, i've written it down i've written it down well done <laughs> i'm actually raging i gave my one to valerie my former co-host and deputy editor who's now left the yeah. company i'm like valerie <laughs> you need that back you need that back pronto i know you could use it better than me so it lives it lives in a good place now well peggy thank you so much for joining us i've had an absolute ball talk to you i've actually lifted my spirits well, um and best of luck with ground well-being it's an absolutely beautiful range and it would make a stunning present i'd be so thrilled to get it well, one you are so kind and my love to patrick and rebecca and you're a team you're the mo- you're my squad goals if i was working with people i just the laughs i loved meeting you guys so vicky thank you for having me on this thanks a million girl. take all. care lots thank of love thank you and i'll be back in a fortnight with my next fabulous guest